I am so, so excited to record today's episode. I think that we have something super special uh, for our travelers today. We actually have Crystal. So she's an Aggie alum. Uh, she's just an overall wonderful human being. And she's actually traveled to and from Taiwan. She stayed there for about two years. Uh, that's become her second home. So she's here to talk to us more about just traveling abroad, living abroad, and um, what it means to experience other cultures, to enhance our perspective, um, and really open up our eyes to the bigger world around us. So Chris, you have the floor. Please tell them just a little bit about yourself because they'd probably love to hear it. <laughs> All right. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Crystal Cotton. I am 25 years old, and I am from Cary, North Carolina. Um, like it, Girari said, I am an Aggie, Aggie pride all day. Um, and yeah, I just always wanted to travel all my life. Um, I'm that kind of girl that like said, I want to go here, here, and here, and here. Never had the opportunity to do it um, as much growing up. Uh, didn't get a chance to do any study abroad things in college. So after college, I was like, nah, this is it. I'm going and I'm about to live my life and do it abroad and see the world as much as I can. So yeah, that's why I'm here today. And you know, the thing is so many of us, we get intimidated, yo. Like we we think about going abroad and then the problem is, right? This is This is my theory. The problem is that all the movies and shows that we see psych us out of going. Yes, definitely. Because they, they portray a lot of countries to be uh, violent. They play they portray a lot of countries to not be luxurious. Um, they make it seem like you're going to be like living in a slum and all that different type of stuff. And like, it, it, like, can you can you help us just break past all of those really dumb stereotypes? <laughs> yeah, like there's there's so many things like I had to uh, when I first decided to that I wanted to go to like Asia and like Southeast Asia mainly I had bought like a rucksack and I was like yeah I'm gonna be on this bike backpacking journey and they're not really gonna have like nice nice airports and I'm gonna be trucking through <laughs> trucking through like all these countries and stuff and I'm like whenever I got there I was like I have this big old book bag on for no reason I could have carried I could have brought my nice suitcase brought it over here like they got nice public transportation like everything so that was that was a big misconception in my eyes and um and another thing with with traveling as well is a lot of people stay in hostels and i'm not sure if you remember that movie hostel but like yes. it was like and, and the yeah. people were getting torn apart <laughs> yes yes in hostels and i told my mom i was like yeah i'm gonna be staying in a hostel and she's like crystal no, like, that is not okay. <laughs> like, are you sure you're going to be okay? Like, I need you to talk to me and message me whenever you can. And I'm just like in a hostel, chilling with people, free Wi-Fi. <laughs> She's like, they don't have any Airbnbs. <laughs> right. And they do. They do have nice Airbnbs too. So it's like, I could have, but hostels is the way if you want to save some money. But yeah, like, it's just so many things that it's like, wow, like people, it's so Americanized. A lot of Hollywood does that Americanized kind of thing. Like it's where, where we're the, in a way, supreme and they don't got it like we do and, and stuff like that. Like it's, it's not real at all at all like so I say go for it go for it it's not the what's stopping you is your fear and once you get that out of the way then then there's no stopping you for real for real 
Okay, I know that COVID has made it really hard to travel, but let's talk the hypothetical. Let's talk about when um, the world is kind of back to normal, travel is kind of a, a, a more normal pattern. What do we need to get started? Like, what are the what are the things that somebody who's listening to this podcast right now is like, okay, I'm traveling. Where do I begin? What do I need to do? Um, for American citizens, get that passport. That passport, mm. it opens so many doors. It's just a small little blue book but it can, it can take you places. It really, truly can. Uh, and that is, that's number one. So I, I definitely say do that. If you want to, to go abroad and, and teach as well, I say definitely get a, uh, a TEFL certification, which is teaching English as a second, uh, as a foreign language, excuse me. Um, that certification that opens a lot of doors too. You can go anywhere teach anywhere um, around around the world um, because English is a is a language that is so other countries think it's 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 so powerful and it's so important and and there are markets for for English language learning and they want native English speakers everywhere around the world so passport and if you want to make your career make some money as you're doing this um, and you don't even have to be in the classroom you can be online teaching as well uh, I say those are the two main things so a passport and a TELFR certification if you want to make some coin while you're doing all this stuff so definitely I know you could probably go on for our entire podcast with this question, but give us a little scoop. We'll talk about it more in the second segment. But why Taiwan? Why should somebody choose Taiwan and go visit? Ah, Taiwan, Taiwan, Taiwan. Gosh. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I really... you're like, All right, you sure? <laughs> like, I you like, I could go on about it now. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say that Taiwan is is a hidden gem. Not people, not many people know about it. It is smack dab in the middle of Asia. Um, they call it the heart of Asia for a reason because it's it's like it is, it is a country that just it just thrives. It's so open minded. Uh, the people are amazing. The culture is beautiful. It's it's mixed with uh, has so many pieces of cultures from from different places around the world, and it's just. It's fun and it's new. Like I said, not many people know about Taiwan, and it is actually a, a really new country. Um, and Taipei, uh, the capital, is is super new as well. Um, so you can thrive. You can thrive in Taiwan, and you can thrive in Taipei. And there's so much to do in just one small little island, and you never get bored. There is never nothing to do. And it's just wonderful. The people, everything is, is wonderful. You have been in Taiwan for two years. You just recently got back to the States. You want to go back to Taiwan. <laughs> uh, you've had friends who've been there for over five years and got their permanent residency. Um, what is it like just living in another country, just, just being there for years? What is it like? What is the, what's, the, what's the daily feel? Huh, the daily feel it's it's surreal at moments it's it definitely is surreal sometimes I would wake up and be like what like I am I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here like I'm over here like I live here like it is I'm not just on some vacation no like I live here I have a job like this is my life 
and mm -hmm. uh and that is it's surreal and at other times too it 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 humbles you man like it makes you feel like you can do anything and i i definitely i definitely experienced that um myself because just thinking like if i can if i can live in a foreign country thousands of miles away from my family me solo dolo over here doing me you know i i really can do anything and that kind of inspired me to to change my um change my name on insta like it's crystal can because like i can mm. i can truly i can and there's a uh there's a uh what's it called the underscore underscore after the fact because it's like it's unlimited now because i can i can do anything it's unlimited i can i'm out here living a life in a foreign country. I don't know the language. I don't know, you know, I am completely different looking than everybody else around me. And this is something that it grows. It, it helps you grow. And I, I don't know if I'm really answering your question or not, but it's- No, it that's hard. A, yeah, yeah, it, it changes yeah, you. It changes you. And I've just, I've just learned so much about me. I just truly have learned so much about me and I have lived in a place for two years that had nothing, gave me nothing but joy and nothing but good times. And it's, it's definitely up to the country, up to the country that you choose to go to, because you're going to experience different things wherever you go. Um, but yeah, like being abroad and living in Taiwan, it's surreal. But at the same time, once you get used to it, this is like, okay. This is this is my life. Like this is this is my home now. What helped you get over like any nervousness that you felt? Um. So actually, my mom did come over with me when I had first okay, moved. In. Yeah, when I first moved, um, my dad was like, "No, you're going with her." Like, I, like, <laughs> like I, I appreciate you can, like, I'm all for you going, Crystal, but your mom going with you. So <laughs> she went with me for the first two weeks. So that was, that was really comforting. Having my mom there, helping me with the move-in process, helping me, um, like, she was there when I had went to my job for the first time and met my coworkers and met my boss and everything like that. So that was, that was wonderful, getting a piece of Taiwan and, and, my mom experiencing it because once she felt it, once she felt the presence uh, of Taiwan and how comfortable it is and how easy it is to be there, she was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good now. So once my mom mm. was like, okay, Crystal, you're good. Then I was like, all right, bet. like this is, this is where I need to be. This is okay. Um, and lots of, lots of phone calls. I, I call people all the time. I talk to my family all the time. Like every other day I was on the phone talking to my friends, talking to my family. So that definitely brought me a lot of comfort. Um, and just and just moving around. Like I for me, I am a I'm an outgoing person and I just I'm an adventurer. Like I'm I'm down for whatever and I'm down for for putting myself out there. So joining a lots of Facebook groups and stuff like that helped a lot too. Um, because whenever you're, whenever you are traveling alone or else outside of your country alone, like you're not really alone unless you want to be like, there are things that you can do. There are people that you can meet that are by themselves as well, but you're not, you, like I said, you don't have to be alone unless you want to be alone. So, uh, Facebook groups, events, um, lots of things like that. Like that is, that is what you have to do to kind of like ease yourself in and and like 
make you feel not less alone. You know, um, it's, it's scary. It's scary doing things alone, but whenever you kind of get in your head that you're not truly alone, then that makes, that makes it a little bit easier for, for me at least. One thing that was so powerful that when we talked, um, you told me that even as a black woman, you felt more comfortable in Taiwan than you felt here in the, in the States and you felt safer. You felt like there was, um, more of a culture there of, of respect. And uh, you didn't really have to worry about like violence or being attacked or anything like that. Um, can you kind of speak to that? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, it's unreal how, how safe it is and how, you know, I feel safer in this foreign country than I do in my own backyard uh, in the mm. States, you know, like it's, it's a real thing and it's a little sad, but it's true. Like there is, little to no crime at all in Taiwan. Like any time of the day, I could be coming home from from going out with friends, 2 a.m., pitch black. <laughs> well, it's not even pitch black because there's it's the city. So I lived in the city, so there's lights and everything everywhere. But, um, but everything is so easy and convenient and people don't mess with you. Like it's, I could, like I said, I, it's, I could be 4 a.m. with both headphones in, you know, night out. So, you know, we feeling a little nice or whatever, but it's, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not nervous at all. You don't have to check over your shoulder, like, cause no one is going to mess with you. Like they, they might uh, look your way and then keep it moving. Cause they got things to do. They're not worried about you. They're, they're worried about, you know, themselves. And that's, that's the thing. Like I, I appreciate it so much. I've been able to live and just, uh, just be, just be in, in, in this country and do what I feel like I need to do because that, that fear is in the back of my mind. It's not there. So I can just live and just be free and not have to worry about the, oh gosh, and the nervousness and, and checking over my shoulder every, every five seconds. And, like I told you before, like I had pepper spray on my keys uh, when I had first got there, because that is that is a thing. You need to have that in yeah, in the bro. states. Like that's that's just a thing. But you know, I took it off. I had to take it off because people were looking at me me like I was crazy because I had pepper spray <laughs> on my keys. They're like, oh, uh-uh, like what's this girl like, doing with yeah, this? Like mercenary, <laughs> right? <walking laughs> I'm saying <laughs> like, it didn't help. I know. And it didn't help that it was like, I already looked different. And now I got this pepper spray, like, oh God, what she's going to do. But yeah, like it's, it's, it's insane. Like how, how just so easy it is. And I, I told you like, whenever I had first got there, just kids, kids, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, just doing them, walking down the street, solo dolo by themselves or just with a group of them. And, and it's, me being a teacher and me being from the States is like, oh God, like I need to make sure y'all are going to be okay, that y'all are getting to your destination and no one's going to mess with you kind of thing. Like, doesn't matter any time of the day, like their kids like walking to school, you know, taking public transportation to get to school because they don't really have school buses. Um, so kids are on public transportation by themselves or with their friends or whatever, going to where they need to go. And I was so nervous when I had first got there, like, oh gosh, these babies are 
by themselves, but they're, (laughs) yeah, but they're doing them. They're doing them. They don't have any cares in the world. They're not worried about that because it is so safe. No one is going to mess with you. And, and that is, that was so comforting as, as a woman and as, as a teacher to know that that is one less thing that I have to worry about. And that is, that's a huge thing. It's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, that was one of the main things why I kind of wanted to go to Taiwan because of the safety. Like it is, it is, like you said, they have principles there. They're not going to mess with you. And they're just, they're just so such nice people. And I had things on the bus. Like I left my phone twice on the bus. I had a friend who left his whole book bag, wallet and all keys, everything on the bus uh, on payday. So his, his wallet was stacked and everything, but called the bus station. Oh yeah, it's right here. Just come pick it up. Like it's an if that was in the States, that thing would have been jailbroken. Yeah. That thing, You need a new phone. Here you go. Here it is. Like, I can just swipe up, restore it all. Like the, Boom. The, bus drive, the bus driver would have took a few ones, too. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, like, no, but that's, that's not, that is not the culture there. Like, you don't have to worry about that. You don't. And it's such a beautiful thing it's so beautiful because you can really just live you can just live and that peace of mind goes a long 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 way it really truly does so chris where can they find you where can they connect with you because i think that there's going to be a lot of people who um listen to this episode And they're going to be like, okay, cool. I want to get started. I might need to ask Chris a few questions just so that I can get a few things resolved. Where could they find you and contact you and get in contact with you? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. So um, crystal.can underscore. So K-R-Y-S-T-L-E dot can, C-A-N and underscore. So that's my Insta. And I had also had um, started a YouTube channel when I was over there in Taiwan, too. So I've got some things, got my apartment tour and some things that I dislike and things that I love about Taiwan in there. And a day in the life of me teaching at my job as well. Um, Because of everything, I kind of like fell off on on YouTube, but I can. But I'm still um, planning on doing some more things as well, even though I'm abroad. I mean, I'm back in the States. uh, I can still answer those questions and everything. So on YouTube, I'm KC Overseas. So the letter K, the letter C dot overseas and you'll find me there overseas. I like that. That's catchy. It rolls off the tongue. KC Overseas. Uh (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for stopping by. Thank you for giving some words of wisdom to our travelers. And we so appreciate you. We so appreciate all your experiences. And uh, look, you're about to start a movement. You're about to have a bunch of Black people in Taiwan. Cool. We, we're out there. We're out there. So if you decide to go to Taiwan, the brothers and sisters of Taiwan, we are we are thriving out there. That's a Facebook group. Like, look them up. My girl Stephanie, my boy Patrick, they're they're wonderful people, and we we come together. We really do. So you can get your you can get your blackness over there in Asia too. So. <laughs> I so love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Chris, so much. Of course. Thanks for having me, man.